Welcome to a special bonus episode of Stigmas and Open Wounds. I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. All right, so this episode is called My Setback, and it's also a preview to the changing seasons. So basically, I wanted to give you guys a little preview to the changing seasons because that episode isn't going to come out until January, and I wanted to give you guys a few tips and tricks as to how to handle yourselves until then. And as for the setback, well, the episode about cutting recently came out and I said I hadn't cut myself recently. That has since changed. So I thought I should give you guys an episode where um, explain myself, talk a little bit about that because I'm nothing if not honest with you. So, and she does some have some explaining to do. I do have some explaining to do. Yes. So, I guess really as far back as I can remember, I don't know a time when the seasons have not affected me. the The colder seasons, the changing of seasons, really even uh, even when spring goes to summer, it's just it's just affected my body, my brain, everything. And this is really a hard time of year. I like fall, but as soon as you start to get too dark, too much into winter, it gets really, really hard on me. Sun starts to go away and my mood starts to change. And honestly, it's a fact that as soon as the sun goes away, our our moods just get a little bit more glum. And I do have some facts on that that I'll give you guys in the January episode. Don't worry, I promise I won't bore you with them. But really, the the thing is, is I've had troubles with this for years. And I'm constantly checking with Eric. I'm like, okay, this year, you know, what did it start this early last year? And did it go this long? Oh my gosh, because I swear, I just feel like this is just horrible. But this year, I really do feel like it started early. I don't know if you felt that, Eric, but I feel like, oh my gosh, it was pretty hardcore this year. Well, I would say that maybe it started earlier this year, but then you also have to look into the factor that it's gotten colder a lot faster this year. Right. I mean, I think, and you know, it's a year ago, so, but I think like (laughs) last year, we didn't really see cold, cold like we're seeing right now until maybe January. I mean, right, right. I guess today was pretty nice, but but yeah. And yeah. and I mean, in truth, I will also say that I have gotten a lot more annoyed with the cold this year than I think yeah. I've ever gotten annoyed with the cold. So I don't know if that's because it's colder or cuz you're older. Or yeah, or <laughs> if I'm yeah, I'm just getting ornery in my old age and and it's just like I'm so done with this, you know. Yeah, I don't know. But I think I was sitting here and I was trying to figure out because I, I kind of try to put a few things together in my head, like what is the deal with all of this? And I think all of this landed at some really bad times. I think a lot of things just all hit at once for me. So I look back and I think what happened this year is we had a lot of things that lined up and we had to set back our clocks, which, yes, we always have that. But it lined up perfectly 
with when the cold hit and the dreariness and all that really, really took hold. And then what really was awesome too is it happened at my time of the month, which for a bipolar person is pretty crappy. It's really bad for a regular woman, but it's worse for a bipolar person. So you put in those three things and then I think just sort of some outside factors too. We were visiting a lot of people. And for anybody who listened to the social anxiety episode, they would know that I need time in between, which I did have time in between. But if I'm going from one event to another, yes, I had weekends, but still I had a lot of events going on there. And I, th- I think you're underplaying how much that probably has played an effect to it too. Be- right. Just because, I mean, not only have we been busy the last month and a half, two, three months, whatever it has been, mm-hmm. but on top of that, we're coming off of COVID times where, right. I mean, we weren't doing anything. Right. So to me, the the amount of things we've been doing the last few months has been a lot for me myself. Right. Even because I've gone from really not doing anything to being gone on every weekend off to a, something else, whatever it may be. And and I think that probably does have a huge effect. I mean, you plump all those things together and it's going to have a big effect on... I mean, I can tell it's had a big effect on me, mm-hmm. which means that I would take the effect it's had on me and multiply it by 10 for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what, what happened was... I didn't know what was happening to me day in and day out. I was in basically what was called a a mixed episode. And for those of you who aren't super familiar with bipolar, uh, we will be going over this in an episode that I believe is coming out in January. Uh, A mixed episode is when you're neither high or low. You're kind of in the middle. You're changing. And one morning... I would wake up and I thought that I was manic. I'm like, I didn't sleep last night. I I just, I, I have to be manic. And then by nightfall, I'm crying my eyes out. So I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm switching to depressed. And then the next day I'd start all over again. And I'm thinking I'm depressed and then I'd go manic. And I could not get a grasp as to where I was, where I was heading, anything. I think... I'm finally out of it. This is my third day where I'm finally feeling somewhat normal, I guess you could say. I do hate to to use the word normal, but somewhat consistent, I guess, somewhat I feel good. And and it, it's it's just it was wearing on me really hardcore. And the pressure, it just just kept building and building and building. And finally, and I I just I I think I told Eric at one point that I wanted to cut myself. And I don't know if the one point that I'm going to tell you about was after I had told him or not. But there was one close call and I was able to to hold myself off. And I did basically a lot of the things that I we had talked about in the the cutting episode. Did the whole put music on. I I had a bunch of tasks that I had to do. I knocked two of my tasks off my list. And then I had to go to the grocery store. I hate going to the grocery store. But I said, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick out a special, like special something for myself. So anybody who is aware of 
the circus animal crackers, the pink and the white ones. I love those. So I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to look for those. I'm going to get those for myself. And I treated myself to those and I was so happy. (laughs) It's so stupid. Like it seems so stupid, but like if you treat yourself to like little things like that, sometimes that will elevate your mood and take your brain away from what was making you so crazy or whatever. But I was so in my head before. And the thing is, is if I don't have a TV on, music on, or somebody that I can talk to, I I start thinking all sorts of random things. And sometimes there are things that are going to happen. Sometimes there are things that I think are going to happen. But the point is, I just start going down this road. And it, it's, it's never good. So that day, yeah, I was able to, to fend it off, whatever. But the problem is, I still... The feeling was apparently still there. Or it was temporarily or, relieved. Yeah. It's not like it, it it always comes back. The only reason that it came back, I think, is just because I was in this, this weird, funky mood for three weeks. I'm never in a mixed episode for three weeks. I'm, I'm a rapid cycler. I go through, I'm in it for like three days. Three weeks is unheard of for me. So by last week, like like literally a couple days ago, when the cutting episode aired, it was the day before. And it wasn't even on my mind that had no correlation as to why I cut myself. But the pressure, it just, it was a busy week for us. I had a lot going on. I, I can't really explain as to what was going through my head because which I think is probably pretty normal when you're at that stage yeah you know like once again I think we talked about this a little bit on the cutting episode or maybe if we didn't talk about it on the cutting episode we talked about it on the suicide episode which yeah which it will be coming out in uh but um, I believe two episodes well so but the point of it is, is that when you're probably in the, the state where you're actually going to do something like that, you're not really, you're not in a logical state anymore. No. You're going to. I just want to relief. You're walking, you're, you're operating on complete emotion and not on yeah. sensibility. Yeah. So, and I think that's an important thing. Like people need to realize that you, you, a sensible person looks at somebody that does something like that and says, why would you do that? And that's what you have to understand right. is that it's not yeah. a sensible decision to make. It's right. not something... Like, at this point, you know, I, I look at it and I'm like, well, I don't know the last time I cut myself up until then and now I flushed that down. And I and I thought that afterwards. So, yeah, I, I cut myself because I just wanted some of that pressure released. And that pressure was not released whatsoever. I felt nothing, and I was upset. <laughs> I am not even joking. I, I was more upset because I thought, this is not doing what it should be doing. What did I just do? I sincerely threw all of that progress down the tubes, and this did nothing except for really get rid of all that progress. And now I have to tell Eric... <laughs> And I, I was just more disappointed in myself for doing it. 
honestly. And, and then I was like, okay, great. So if that doesn't do anything, now what? But then, I mean, then I started to come into my own though. So, I mean, I, I guess at least I came back to myself, but I guess the, the point is it didn't do a damn thing. But maybe that was the breaking point you had to hit. In right. That. No, but the, the, th- the thing is, is that, yeah, I, I messed up. I was so mad at myself for doing it. I felt nothing. And I mean that in, well, I don't know what, what way I mean that. It, the way that I mean it is like, I got nothing out of it, guys. I, I, I accomplished absolutely nothing. And an important thing that even if it had done something, it was it just still would be, have been nothing. It would have been so temporary that what again, if you reflect on it afterwards, you should probably look at it and say, "Well, that didn't really accomplish anything." Right. So, so the the rest of the day, I thought, okay, I've got to tell Eric this. So I thought, okay, how am I I gonna do this? Am I just gonna show him? Am I gonna tell him what? But I told him that night and. He was just kind of quiet about it. He just said, okay, I'm not going to judge. I I understand. Because he knew what I had been through. He said, I understand. I'm not going to judge. Don't do it again. <laughs> Something like that. But I know I do, the biggest thing I remember is he said, I'm not going to judge. I don't. And I think he said, I don't want to see it, if I recall, too. But but I, I liked that he said I, that he's not going to judge me. Because he understands at this I'm as much as he can understand but now knowing how bad last month was for whatever reason I have to plan for the next couple months because I know for me this whole seasonal weather thing with the mood seasonal mood disorder sad whatever you want to say this stuff is I know this goes on for me generally through April-ish, depending on what what kind of weather we get, sometimes even through May. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I hope it doesn't go through May. So I know that I need to prepare. So what we do, we always go to Florida in April. I know not everybody can do something like that. And and I've started to go to Tennessee just because my body can't always handle this place either. So so I know I have that to look forward to. And we might even take some little weekend trips just to get away. Because even if there's not sun involved, at least it's something to look forward to. And that's the key to it is this that it's something to look forward to. So right. if you simply say, well, I can't, I can't, I can't take two weeks and go to Florida for whatever reason. Right. Just find that's a, understandable. Find a hotel up the street or find something, you know, like, like yeah. find something to give you something to look forward to. Even if it's just a night out, like, I don't know if you have kids, don't have kids, don't care. Just say tonight Even is our night out. Even if it's a cinnamon out. roll once a week or something yep. like that. Exactly. And then the other thing is, what do you actually look forward to about this weather? Because guess what? There are actually things that I do like about this weather. Like, I'm not a cold weather person, you guys. You should see what I'm wearing to record this. I have like this big, it's like a sweatshirt blanket on me, like. Because I get cold, but I love hot chocolate. I love tea. 
And I might drink tea sometimes in the summer, but I don't drink hot chocolate in the summer. But I mean, there there's things that I love. I love my my big boots that I get to wear that I don't wear in the summer. You know, so so think about like what are the things that you do at this time of year and only this time of year. And and an important thing to point out is is that not everybody does have summer or winter, so so but but, but but you do have... But whatever your changing of seasons is, maybe it's not wearing boots, but, you know, if it right. gets rainy or something, find it, something, some enjoyment out of the rain. Exactly. Or, and and no matter where you are, just remember to find the sun, even if it's just going around and taking a walk around the block. Like like my friend Lisa, who, who you guys are going to get to hear pretty soon, I'm so excited for that. We had a talk and she lives in California. And she's like, you know, I get a plethora of sun here, but I work inside. So I have to remember to actually go outside. So the one day that I was having some troubles, I texted her. I'm like, don't forget to go find the sun today. And she's like, you know what? You're right. And she, so she said she was going to go out and find and and, uh, and take a walk. And she's like, do I need to buy you snowshoes? I'm like, oh, please, no. <laughs> I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> but... but but so yeah, no matter where you are, just try to remember, just poke your head outside just a little bit. And so so yeah, because the sun is super important because that's where we get our natural vitamin D or even take supplements if you have to. So so that that is really some of the main things to remember during this uh this time of year is just do what you can and try to exercise a little bit. Like I myself love doing my yoga. It's simple or or hard. I mean, depending on how you make it, but it can be simple, can be hard, and it's also actually really soothing. So that's like perfect for this time of year. So there there is a golden question to all this. Yes, sir. So when you do have a slip back on something like this, it, it's okay for it to happen, but you have to learn something from it. Yeah. So reflect on it. What have you learned? What are you going to do differently next time so that it doesn't get to that point? Well, for some reason, I don't know why I didn't call you because I'm usually pretty good at that. That would be your first step. And I think I just need to get out of my head more. That's... That, Which, what, yeah, what that's a cop, the year right. That's that's a cop. Yeah, that's that's a cop. Come up with that real answer to the question. <laughs> okay. No, but I think I think the biggest thing is I just I I can't let it get to that point. But if it does get to that point, it's a really hard a- question to answer because I shouldn't have I shouldn't have gotten to that point. And I think. I think the best I can say is that I need to call you, message you, do whatever, because... What I think you should do is you should have a checklist of the things that you're going to try to make this, to get past this. Yeah. And once you get through that checklist, the final thing on the checklist is that you just have to call me and I have to come home and we just have to hang out for the evening because you're not going to do it if I'm sitting at home. This is true. So... I mean, and maybe I should just have that checklist up and it doesn't have to say what it is on top because if people come into our house, they might think that's super weird, but, but and you don't have to have it like as a poster on the wall or anything. Right. You just have it. Sitting but maybe I can have it like, 
on yeah like on our coffee table or in my bedroom and you go through the checklist and if the, at the end of the checklist the last check is i just have to call eric and he has to come home because yeah. like and i mean i'm not excited about the idea <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you but i mean yeah like you said how many times has this happened in the last year right i mean this was I, I can yeah this was up, this was the biggest this month was the biggest challenge like i because i can think of a uh a couple of times because the one day you did say I met I called you or messaged you and uh and and you told me you're like yeah you you, you gotta you gotta not do that and that wasn't even one that I spoke about today mm-hmm. so yeah it's uh so and generally I will say that the times that you have called me just sitting there on the phone for 10 minutes has really helped right you. and that so so one of those things should just definitely be just calling me Right. Because I think that is pretty effective, but... Yeah, and even if I call you and then you check in on me five minutes later, because I highly doubt that I would do it in five minutes just knowing me. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think you should do. Which I actually agree. Because it's very hard because it's one thing to say the things I'll do. And usually... And that's why I also think it's really important to have that list written down. Right. Because then you can pull it out when you're not in the right state of mind to really think about it. And it's right there in front of you Yeah, of what you should do. I do think that's a good idea. And the other thing, too, is with me, the pressure tends to build over time. So it's almost like a premeditative thing, if that makes sense. Not sure what you mean. Well, I think I was sort of thinking to myself that if this doesn't get better, I might need to cut myself to release some of this pressure. So what I'm thinking is that if I start to have those thoughts, I might need to tell you ahead of time and be like, just so you know, these thoughts are happening because so I might need to cut myself soon or I might be feeling the need to do this soon. Does this make sense? Yeah, I think that's a very good reason because I think reinforcing that will take it out of your head a little bit. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely uh, make sure you do it correctly and not like my first psychiatrist. You don't want me to look at you and say, why would you do that? Why would you do that? That's that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah, because then I will I will look at you and look you in the eyes and cut myself then right then and there i understand that that is not an effective strategy and it is especially that might be with some people it could be but it is not with With some people it might be but i can tell you with tracy it is not an effective strategy yeah uh but yeah so that that i guess is is what i've learned but i kind of feel like i might not be doing it so anytime soon if for the reasoning that uh I got not of it this time. But I, I, I will say I looked at the scars the next day and I'm like, okay, that was done. And, and I, it, it's over and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna move past this, but I'm not gonna forget it. I can't forget how I, how it made me feel or didn't make me feel. <laughs> and um, so hopefully I can, but I can't I can't just assume that that's what's going to happen because then I might just block it out and be like, well, maybe this time. 
if I do it in a different space. Yeah, and on your sheet, your little checklist, you should probably be put a reminder right at the top. Yeah. That cutting yourself did nothing last time. So in that state of mind, you remember that this wasn't really an effective solution to the problem. Yeah. Apparently talking is much better for me these days. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did I did want to be accountable to all of you, but again, I also wanted to give you guys a few tips just to, to help get you guys through a few of the early colder months, or for those of you who don't live somewhere cold, you suck. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. No, but make sure, still make sure that you're getting enough sun because, hey, it's still rough at this time of the year because I know you're facing some colder weather still for where you're living. And yeah, just just find ways to, to deal with, with these this change of weather because no matter what time of year it is, the changing of seasons is hard. So just remind yourself that you're going to get through it. It sucks right now, but you made it through last year and you're going to make it through this year. We can do it together. Right, Eric? Totally. (laughs) All right. You got anything else to add? No, I think I'm good. All right. (laughs) So until next time, I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you.